At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. You're listening to Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your host, Nate, Micah, and Andy. Okay. Yeah. You're just going to keep doing that, aren't you? I do. Yep. How many different intros do you think we can get we're before gonna you just find out? He's going to go out. for one a week, apparently. We're going to look at the Google and we're going to find out. How can I introduce something? How can I introduce something 52 different ways? As long as it's not the way Nate wants it. Yeah. Will be fifty-two different ways. Welcome, make a welcome comes up. It's number one. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, boys? What's How's going on, going? man? I'm doing better currently as we speak. Yeah, dude, you got some shit going on, don't you? I got another kidney stone this morning. So do you, do that's you, rough. How much pop do you drink? Like, I don't. It's not that I drink that much pop. It's I had kidney stones like six months ago, and I knew I had two more. In my right kidney still. So they don't like go away. They no. just, they're there until they, they come they're out. They're going to come out eventually. Or they might sit there forever, but one of those little bastards decided to come out this morning. Hmm. I woke up, I'm like, uh oh. And I'm like, well, maybe I just need to go piss. So I went piss and then it started hurting. I'm like, no. But this one's not near as bad. I'm actually doing pretty good. So is it hereditary or something? Because like, don't yeah, you? Yeah, my dad gets it. Yeah, them. you and your dad get them like yeah. every year, it seems like. But. I have been drinking more pop than I should lately, so. I gave up pop. I quit drinking it. It's probably something I should look into. Beer and water. Other than that, I'm doing all right. I like Jim Beam. I've heard alcohol kind of, you know, helps with that. I was all pissed off, too, because I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to get this freaking kidney stone. Now, the last time I had kidney stones, I was 
I yeah. was we were down done. for like four days. I mean, you're especially a little nervous because today, I mean, we have on working class bow hunter. Right. So yeah. I'm like, you, you got to be shitting me. I'm going to freaking want to miss this one. Right. Right. Uh, luckily, it started feeling better, you know, around lunch, and I've been all right since then. So got to record with Kurt, Eric, and Austin with yeah. working class bow hunter tonight. Awesome dudes. Yep. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Really appreciate those guys, you know, taking some time out of their day. They're super busy all the time too so i mean that was awesome that they could come on i mean honestly if you're listening to us i don't know how you wouldn't know who working class bow hunter is but if you don't know who they are first off they're one of the trailblazers in the outdoor podcast pioneers world um one of the first shows i ever started listening to back when i started listening to podcasts so they put out awesome content they've got working class bow hunter they have working class on Deercast. And now they've got uh, CC Hunt Files, mm-hmm. which is Clint, which is one of them guys there. So um, they're putting out a lot of good, good stuff. What do you say? Three a week. Three a week. I mean, if you're if you're looking for stuff to listen to, which I is mean, exactly what I am, and I listen pretty well every week, man. It's yeah. it's uh they're they're great, and I, we appreciate their time tonight. Um, was excited once uh, they said yes to come on to to talk to them. So. I think we all did a good job of not fanboying yeah. too much, right? You kept your cool. I'm yeah, proud of you. I was you. doing good. I I'm did good. Yeah. yeah. I think at one point, like before I hit record, I went, eek. right? Did I do that? And why was your uh, hand in your pants all day? <laughs> 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 a kid. A kid. It was the kidney stone. It was the kidney, <laughs> kidney, kidney stone. You trying to rub that out? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, staying out of that. Uh, let's get into some sponsors for Yeah, today. let's do that right quick. Who you want to go with first? Uh, we'll just start at the top. Midwest Gunworks, big fan of them. Nate, or Andy, you've been shooting your gun a little bit uh, more that, than that we have. The two forty three, I've gotten uh, got rocking and rolling here. I'm ready. How many how many dogs has it gotten so far? Zero yet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we we uh, it should have at least one or two, but we got busted. Uh, we got backdoored the other day. That uh, I'm sure own, you did. My own fault. I should have been watching that direction and. Uh, should have got got to let her eat then, but uh, so far I've not called one in. I've taken it out twice, yeah, and we've only called them in once. But we got obviously, like I just said, back door that day. Um, but uh, I actually just built my new gun. Yeah, yeah. and oh. I said, Nate, you just showed me your uh, yeah. your six arc. Went over to the my mother in law had some surgery uh, last week, so we took her supper uh, one night and um, finally built my six arc with Russell. Thanks, Russ, for basically doing most of the work. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. So. Uh, all that stuff came from Midwest Gunworks, so use the code MWW5 for 5% off. I actually just ordered some stuff for myself. There you go. For that six arc. Little wedge. One of the best inventions ever. Just a, a widget? Little, little rubber wedge. Oh, it's for a like widget. a foregrip? It's a wedge. It's called a wedge. Widget. Yeah, like your foregrip wedge, right? No. It's, no, it goes like in it between, goes in between the upper and the lower. upper and lower to keep them from rattling, being too loose. Oh. Little $5 or whatever it was. $3 yeah, cheap. Little... Red wedge. It's made of red wub- rubber. Wubber. Wubble. And uh, it's one of the best inventions ever. So, huh. anyway, just ordered a few of those. Check them out. Uh, River's Edge tree stands. Dude, I'm super stoked to get some tree stand mm-hmm. tree stands up. I'm hoping this weekend to get my skid steer and mower. I know Nate's trying to use it, too, over <laughs> at the, the place. But uh, try to get, you know, the some preseason mowing done so we can get in there a little easier hang some stands get kind of our do you think it's too early to mow well, so no, i i think i it's, don't i i honestly i think it's pushing because one a neighbor is mowing hay 
and he did get um, get into some fawns. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm really nervous about that. I've tried to be hold off as long as I can. I didn't think about typically the in a normal year. I think we should be good. I kind of feel like it's a little bit like of a late birthing season for him. I, I don't know that for a fact, but I just kind of feel that way, uh, just based off of that and mm. what I've seen. Uh-huh. You know, uh, I feel like they're scattered. There's some super small fawns still, and there's some ones that are up and going. But uh, yeah, he was this last week mowing and got into a couple fawns. I'm going to tell you this much about our River's Edge stuff. we got some stuff we're going to be putting up this year. We have got to get together one night whenever. Maybe a night we're recording. we got to put some stands together. Yeah. I don't think River's Edge stuff is going to take as long as some others has, though. We'll be good. No, but you know, still got to put some stands together, right? Right. Uh, so uh, check them out. Uh, use the code Missouri10, spell out Missouri10, for 10% off any hang-on or ladder stand oh, yeah. from River's Edge. Perfect. Uh, Lucky Buck. I just posted a video last week on our Instagram mm-hmm. about uh, doing a, my June dump, as I, as I called it, right? And uh, I hadn't been out to that site at your place mm-hmm. for like six weeks. Yep. I don't even recognize that site anymore. It's crazy. It looked like a cattle. It looked like a cattle pasture. Like, yeah. I only, I only put the stuff in one spot. Like, you know, let's say... A three by three area. I was going to ask how big of an area you. I do. I do not spread it over that entire area. They have just literally beat the shit out of it. Trampled it. My second bucket I've spread over bigger. The first bucket I was kind of, maybe a like you said a a two by three or a three by three area. This time I did probably a four foot circle with this stuff just to see. And my second bucket I hung a camera out just to see. I don't Mm. know. It's not really time I normally do, but just to see activity. Dude, I've had to turn the camera down just because they're getting that they're many pictures. Yeah. I've I've never had a deer mineral get hit this hard. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Lucky Buck. Uh, you all should check them out too. It's you know what's nice about it is it it is not expensive. Like it's comparatively, it's pretty affordable. You can buy, first off, you can get by with like five to six to maybe seven tops buckets a year. Mm-hmm. It's not about throwing it out too much, and then it's not expensive. No. So check them out, LuckyBuckMineral.com on X. I think they have a two-bucket package on there. No, do they? Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. Sweet. On X Maps. If you're not using it, you need to be using it. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of my favorite apps. I've started using it right now. I mean, we're going to Colorado here in two months, end of August. Oh, my gosh. Coming up quick. It's fast. I'm trying to plan out where I want to go opening day and i've got three spots so i'm putting my pins on onyx and mm-hmm. i've been talking with with pat trying to figure out where he he normally goes with my dad that first day yeah and seeing okay you guys still plan on going there if you go there you know trying get, to spread get, spread the field get you some know. feelers out there spread the field more eyes more places but so are uh, you going yeah okay yeah, I'm going. just making sure remember it, it, we gotta we, have our meeting remember he wasn't going you know wasn't, wasn't, yeah six months ago I'm the one that's probably the most. That. I mean, hey, you said it. I'm I'm probably at the most high risk. You're the highest going. risk. You're yeah, gonna have a baby sure. right around that. time. My baby's due July 24th. The wife has given me the green light. However, as of now, things right. change. Whenever. However, after that baby comes, we'll see if that green light's still uh, yeah. green. Green light might turn yellow. Yeah. But but check them out. Uh, go to onxmaps.com and use the code MWW20. Save yourself 20 percent off. You know any of the map services, but 
you know, I get the elite just because I go to Missouri and Colorado. You get the land information. You yeah. get landowner information. All the states. It's an awesome tool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For more than just hunting. It's yeah. for I mean, all kinds of stuff. Exactly. And then last but not least, camo fire um, and black ovis. But let's talk about camo fire first. Oh, we're going to pull it up? I already gonna, had it pulled up, but then I closed it. see what's on there? Yeah, I do. I'm starting to get to the point where I actually really enjoy doing that. See our oh, we got some boots today, some stands. Looks like a white tail Wednesday. So Is today I, Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, couple, white tail Wednesday. A couple uh shows ago, Michael you said it has to update. So I thought yep. mine was updated. Now it has updated. It's a, it looks a it lot looks different. A, it looks oh, different than what it was. I, I like the new platform that they're using. Too. Like the new app? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it works really good. So if your guys' app ain't working correct, go in there and uh, re-download that. Hey, you see this very last thing? This is one of my favorite freaking things I've ever bought, and I bought it off Camo Fire. Look at that. It is a hawk braided hoist rope. You know, like when you were a kid, you had a kite? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that little plastic, like, handle that you wrap the string around? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what this is. But then it's got uh, whatever that is, rope. Uh, braided rope with a carabiner on the end of it. Mm-hmm. That's how I bring up and down my my bow most of the time. Yeah, I've same. got one stand that has a pre-hung one. The rest of them don't. Yeah, and I just use that. That's pretty cool. And Five have, damn dollars. They have some uh, safety harness. I need a new one. I think mine's probably expired. My my those things stand. expire. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. This is good information. I'm I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure. Well, I just bought like a good one actually because yeah. I was always. I'll be honest, I was pretty bad about wearing yeah. tree, you know, the harness, which mm-hmm. this year I'm going to be a lot better at. I've been so. pretty good about what I got. I got better at it. I was okay at it. You would have thought I got really good at it because when I first started hunting back in the day, yeah, I actually you fell act- out of a tree. You actually did fall. And I walked away from it, and then I uh, kind of started getting lazy again. And you know who made me really good at wearing a harness? Your kids. Andy. Andy, huh? Hmm. You remember the conversation we had when I first started hunting one of your spots? Yeah. I he, told him put it on or get out. He's, he, well, he said, I can't good conscious let you – I can't be where you die or something like that. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Fair I'll enough. start doing a better job. Fair enough. I summarize it pretty – I mean, yeah, put it on get out. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. So now I wear it all the time. There you go. And then also Black Ovis. So Black Ovis, they got all your needs. They got your boots, your camo, your arrows. Dude, I love my Right now, I'm telling you, Um, get on that Arrow ID custom builder. It's sweet, dude. I really like it. It saves so much time, really, too. Because, I I mean, I like building arrows, but... You like having me build arrows? I don't know how... I've built them, too. I'm just not very good (laughs) at it. So, I mean, it... You know, it's fun so, when you have the time right, to take you. it to sit back to it, but also you have to have the saw. You have to have you know. You gotta have a lot of tools. It. I mean, so if you don't tools. have the tools or don't want to spend all that, and if you don't do it very often, I mean, the last time I ordered arrows has been several while. years yeah. ago. So, yep. Th- I mean, you, it's a one-stop thing to get it all done, sent to your house, ready to go. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah, check them out. They're having a push on boots right now too. So uh, check them out. Uh, use the code MWW10. Save yourself ten percent off on the site. Uh, whether you're buying gear or building arrows, save yourself 10%. That's our sponsors. Appreciate them. Appreciate uh, them helping us produce this show, however shitty it is. <laughs> well, this but, one ain't that shitty. No, I'm. I, that's probably one of my favorite shows I've done. You know, we uh, we do a lot of BS and talk about their bear hunt, 
um, their shoot that they had. Their shoot they had. They're going, Africa. going to Africa. So we kind of cover a lot of bases on this one. So just enjoy the show. Yep. Let's do it. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. Nailed it. Okay, with us tonight, we've got Kurt, Eric, and Austin from the Working Class Bowhunter. Fellas, what's up? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. What's up, boys? Yeah, appreciate you guys coming yeah, on. Appreciate sure. you joining us. Yeah. I know it's a fellow Midwest podcast got to support, you know. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. We uh stick together. I feel we're on we're on a Zoom call or whatever the fuck I'm using Google Meet. I think yeah. so. Is that what yeah. I'm using? Um, but uh, so we feel like we're actually in their studio right now, which is kind of cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all got the great. Y'all got a good setup, man. I, I like the way you guys do things. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it took us a while Thanks. to get it all figured out, but once we got a plan, game plan together, it came out pretty sweet. Aren't you guys doing a bunch of rearranging right now? I've, I was listening to the last couple of shows, and is it Ross that's having to dick with all of it, or who is messing with it again? So, well, <laughs> Ross hasn't been here for a couple of weeks. He's busy. Um, no, I mean, not really. Maybe he might have to run some wires through the wall, but we, we're redoing our entertainment system. So, it was, and entertainment system is in, like, out in what we call our green room, a.k.a. the bar. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> we just had, like, the a shelf that was here when we bought the place. And like an old like forty inch TV, and one night air after a podcast, of course, Eric and I were uh, maybe drunk a little, and we we're <laughs> staring at the entertainment system, and we we're both like, "We need to fucking update this." Like this is the only <laughs> thing that hasn't changed. It's kind of an eyesore. Yeah. So we went out and got a seventy inch TV and there spent probably too much money on speakers and a receiver. Um, so we can jam our music and watch have UFC fight parties and stuff here. Oh, stuff like as that. I say, you could do UFC parties. That'd be fun. If you're gonna do it, you gotta yeah. do it right. Remember we used to do that all the time? Yeah, lot, I mean we used more. To, yeah. It's I been feel, a while since we I've actually I feel like you know, Nate's jipping us on our entertainment section of the studio. No shit. Dude, we're, I'm getting we're, a forty three inch one. What's the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we shipped him our old TV. So <laughs> <laughs> That, that 50 inches, $80 more. I don't want to spend. I'm just, you know. Tight ass. <laughs> we just want all short dick fat nuts on it and just decide to go <laughs> over the top. You know? That's funny. Oh. Well, um, it's really, really cool to be talking to you guys. I mean, I know you've obviously been on other shows before and have heard it before, but it is legitimately true. You know, we've been doing our show for a little over two years now. But Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. thanks. But, appreciate it. Um, when I first started even listening to podcasts, there were there were two podcasts that I started listening to, and one of them was Working Class Bowhunter. So <clears throat> I've been listening to your shit from the very beginning. Are you getting emotional right now? Well, I am dealing with a freak. I forgot to tell you guys, I, I, I got a kidney stone this morning. So oh, boy. Oh, right, right now I'm doing all right, but it's been a rough day. So uh, We've also yeah. had to calm Nate down this morning from fanboying too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's kind of cool because I started listening to you guys back when, you know, you basically started. And uh, it's it's kind of cool now to be sitting here talking to you guys Thanks, as man. we've started yeah, one. Appreciate that. Weird. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it. I mean, really the only difference – I mean, I don't know. There's maybe a lot of differences. We just started doing it when – there wasn't a lot of people doing it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. That's and we just kept doing it. We enjoyed it. You know, yeah. we had fun. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate you saying that, man, because it's always good to hear that stuff. You know, we're just over seven years in, and um, we get a lot of hate because we don't give a fuck at the same time. But 
but I feel like we also get our fair share of love because we can still do our job while not giving a fuck in a way. That's what makes it good. Like, there's mean, a line being able to so, do that. Yeah. 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 And sorry about cussing on your podcast. I guess I didn't. No, it with that's you. all right. No, we do it too. Yeah, we do it too. Yeah. We just try, we try to stay away from the GD word. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. But oh, like, gotcha. you know, it's just, it's very fair. Like I said, I mean, you've been doing it seven years and 2015 is kind of when there were as many. Um, yeah. I wish I'd have started, we would have started it when we had the, the initial idea because then we would have been a lot earlier to the game. But it feels like when we started ours, so did everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it's going through the same thing that like hunting shows went through like mm -hmm, seven, eight, nine years ago, where it's like Lee and Tiffany, all of a sudden, everyone's a couple host on a TV show on X, whatever network. And hunting podcasts are doing that same thing. And everyone had a YouTube channel back then and everything else. Yeah. So it's still, it's just part of. I think the the wavelength of what this whatever this outdoor industry is the difference between video and podcast I think though is someone can hire a really good editor and producer that has dog shit for a personality and seem <laughs> fairly entertaining whereas if someone sucks ass as a person it's hard for them to and I shouldn't say sucks ass as a person because they can be great people but just not good at holding interesting conversation and some of ours suck ass because they're sometimes you're just not in it but i feel like a lot of them kind of start and then go dead in the water because if someone's not charismatic and they're just doing it to have something for sponsors or whatever i feel like people see through that um way quicker than like a tv show because if you're gonna do a three hour long podcast and you're full of shit there's gonna be a point in that three hour long podcast someone's gonna be like this dude's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know I, what I mean? Yep. I get you expose it. yourself way easier as being a phony if you're a phony, I guess. Or I see yeah. a lot of it, too. Like, uh, some people will Sounds harsh. go hardcore into it, and they go, you know, a year, year and a half, and they're like, oh, it's not taking off the way I want to, and then it just kind of peters out. Yeah. yeah. And, right. and that not to be a dickhead to other shows, I'm, that, I don't want to do that, but it, it does kind of bolster, your, I guess, you a little bit when you, you see shows that started with you that – how have disappeared and you're like well fuck well, at least we made it a little bit right like we've um we just celebrated our 100th episode a uh, couple Congrats. like last yeah, awesome. two months ago and and that's 100 straight weeks and you know talking to three guys like you that bust out you know 14 shows a week that's not much but we're like dude we haven't missed a single week in two years that's pretty big badass. deal yeah that's saying something yeah we're proud of it i mean for sure you uh, should be but, Dude, there's so many people that are like, I'm putting one out in two weeks. I probably need to get around to it. But they're still going around on social media like they're whatever podcast. It's like, dude, you're, you're, cat, you're part-time. You know what I mean? This cast. is a job yeah. you'd be getting made fun of when you showed up. <laughs> it's, it's the exact opposite for us. We do really good with our podcast, and we suck ass with our social media. Yeah. Well, we hate it. Yeah, that's all right, though. Yeah. I get that. Consistency on your podcast is the key. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. yeah, it's just really difficult, like, on the social media side, not to, you know, bitch about it too much, but we don't like it. Uh, we've never it been sucks. a fan of social media, so it's it's hard to do something you don't enjoy doing. We enjoy the podcast, so it's easy to do that every week. Yeah. Um, yeah. But let's I'm talk right there with you. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't know. I might just have a personal Facebook to keep up with like close friends. If it wasn't for the podcast, but I don't know. I don't check Facebook messages like blatantly honest about it. If you want to get a hold of us, it's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really the only place. And email is the only place I answer messages. And then I don't know. I'm kind of getting to the point where I feel like when someone makes a shitty comment, 
I'm kind of like, should I just troll this dude with our page? And just, uh, <laughs> I don't know how you guys don't do just it. Just feed him to the wolves and just let let our crew just kind of handle it for us. Oh, yeah. That is a nice thing. Like we have <laughs> yeah. a cool community. Like I don't know, they're kind of just like our family, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, you guys are big enough following; they'll take care of it for you. <laughs> right. So, right. Judd said it best. He said, "I love it when somebody sticks their dick in the hornet's nest." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it is kind of entertaining. But. Yeah, and it, it's hard not to get defensive when you know that's your baby right yeah. i mean you guys started that thing you, you, i mean it's it's your job it's what your passion is same with us i mean it, this is your podcast is your baby this is ours i mean you're defensive of it yeah yep so. mm-hmm. like austin when you uh with your deer this year that all the freaking people went ape shit over for whatever the reason one that he just let coyotes eat it that right, yeah right he just let it happen yeah, it, what a douche. like you handled <laughs> that so much better <laughs> than any one of us three probably would have because you know, I'm sure inside you had so many more things to say than. Well, I couldn't keep up with all the comments. I dished down about ten of them back, and then I'm like, well, "What? I can't. I just can't keep up. There's too many negative comments. Yeah. So I just quit looking at it. Yeah, yeah you, you'll, you'll never, you'll never that, win that. Thirty more, right? Yeah. I mean, if I got, I don't even remember how. Like just on Instagram alone, we actually pulled it and reposted it. To be honest, <clears throat> but if I go back to that. Well, you know it's getting a lot of attention when it lands on Joe Rogan's desk on the first day. <laughs> Did it right. seriously? Yeah, the most famous dude on the planet. Yeah, Rogan yeah. and Austin were messaging about it. No shit. That's cool. I mean, it's not yeah, good I, for the I, topic. I, why? I don't but, remember I mean, that. I remember listening back to you know, yeah, Austin's I show. You, but, yeah, I remember you saying that you talked to Joe about it. So At the end of Leah's book podcast you can i actually read the message that joe sent me and it was pretty cool he pretty much said people just love to be negative and don't oh, yeah. worry about it you did the right thing so that was I, pretty cool i, I that's what hey. i struggle with is i don't know how you how somebody would have thought you did something wrong in that scenario that, well inexperience is the big part i think right like, i mean a lot of people just haven't been down that that road yet you know you got a lot of people that have hunted for two or three years and and they consider themselves an expert and they're just not and they go running after the what's, deer and bump it and it's gone i mean we've all been there and done that so yeah. what's funny about like when that happened this is like something that we, i don't think we really talked about well maybe we talked about it, but not in detail after that happened other podcasts were trying to get like their attention from it too like so we were getting sent like, hey, this podcast said this about you guys listening at this minute mark. And uh, <laughs> I, I've told you guys I got sent a, a link to a podcast, some small wannabe us podcast. And I don't give a fuck. I'll talk shit um, <laughs> about these guys specifically. But only because he's like, yeah, this guy, Austin WCB, who probably doesn't have any experience in making a call. <laughs> and I'm like, if only you knew. And I went to their shit. I'm like. Who are you guys? Well, I recently just got tagged in something they post, and they're partners with one of our partners. So I'll be having a conversation with that partner. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> there you go. Care of. So don't it, think we don't hear that shit, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get on WCB's bad, bad side. side. Like, because we 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 have a few partner sponsors as well. So I yeah, just don't understand. That. Well, and we're not sitting on our high horse. Like we fuck up plenty, but that's the beauty of it. Like we talk yeah. about our fuck ups. You know, yeah. we're gonna own it when it happens. But Absolutely. yeah, we and did we did a three hour podcast two days later about that situation. Yep. Yeah. I'm trying to find the post to listen show, to like, the whole listen to the whole thing, and yeah. that's why the entire time, you know. I don't do social media much, so I didn't know about all that happening on social media. Once you guys talked about it, then I was like, I'm going to read some of this, and I read some of it. But listening to the show after the fact, I was I was sitting there going, what is everybody pissed about? 
This makes – I mean – Exactly. He didn't yeah. think he made the shot he was hoping for, and he backed out. It was colder than shit, so he wasn't going to lose the meat. Like, I don't understand what the problem is here. I just – People threw saw me the off. photo and didn't read the rest and form their own opinion from the photo and didn't read yep, – Exactly. Like, exactly. What happened, and then people jumped on it from there, which in turn it kind of helped us. <laughs> like, Joe Rogan, right. we're on his radar right, now. Right, like, right, right. You know, and – Everyone who listened, we got, I don't know how many, we did like a podcast tour on other big podcasts yeah, we did about it. it. Yeah. You know, and so if anyone knows Austin, he's the most ethical guy. I mean, if anyone has any questions, they mostly call Austin. Right. So, I mean, that's the thing. Everyone judged the picture and didn't do any research on it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in the end, it was yeah. just bad fucking luck. Like that, what are the chances that they found him that quickly? I mean, we all have coyotes around where we're at, but. That sucked. Dude, this that, thing had, unlucky, had 12 you know? on it, 12 or more. I'm mm. guessing there was at least three or four or five, but they they worked on him all night. I mean, there wasn't yeah. anything left, but it doesn't take long. You know, in our neck of the woods, it's a real possibility that coyotes are going to get to a deer, and that's why it's such a tough call. You know, when yeah. you make a bad shot, you really, you really want to go in after them yep. because you know that there's a decent percentage that they, the coyotes could find them. Mm -hmm. I've personally, I've lost two big bucks to coyotes now. Mm -hmm. Um but the ethical thing to do is to back out and not push that deer. I mean, that's right. that's the only real ethical choice to make. I mean, oh, look at right. Doug's big buck out there. I mean, we let him sit an hour and a half. And already and, had coyotes on And him. he had a basketball-sized hole in the side of him eating already, and we bumped the coyote off him walking in. So, yeah, Lord. That's so crazy, man. If we would have waited any longer, you know, who knows how long you would have sat there it and ate been, on that It would have been the same situation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Give, you give two or three dogs two or three hours on a – on a deer, very yeah. much less of them. I overestimated the amount. I guess I didn't think, but I guess if it's sitting there overnight, they can do some damage. Oh, they do. Yeah. I have an uncle here in Missouri, same type of situation, and he gave it four hours. And there's already, I mean, it, it ruined the cape, it ruined the meat. I mean, in four hours, the coyotes got yeah. to it and yeah. done. I mean, it's just bad luck. That's all it is. I mean, you don't you don't know where them things are at. I yeah. mean, we try okay. to do our part, you know, during the off season for deer hunting. We, I mean. That's one of our main deals. Is we, oh, do a, shit out we do a lot of coyote yeah. hunting, so I mean, to try to help with that situation. But I mean, you ain't gonna kill all of them. I mean, it's no. not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. actually, in the and CC files the uh, today, Kurt, yeah. didn't you guys talk a little bit about uh, coyote hunting just for a second? You know how you know it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, might like to do it. You should get into it more. You guys could. It sounds like just with all the ones that are up there, you could slay the shit out of them. <laughs> Although oh, I, I go up here, I go like twice a year, yeah. and. Um, We've killed a couple, mm -hmm. but I'm just not, uh, I don't know. I guess it, I should go more, right? We're sitting here bitching about it. I should go more. Mm -hmm. I'm guilty of that. Um, but also, like, during deer season, I don't want to go on my deer spots. Oh, no, no. We don't, yeah. we don't coyote hunt then, during, yeah, that time of year. Yeah. It's once, something I want to do for sure, but I just, I, it's, I need to crank it up. It's weird because all three of us and our, our close group, I guess you'd call, none of us 10 years ago coyote hunted. Mm. Really, I mean, maybe right. like you a said, handful. maybe once or twice a year at the very most. Now, outside of deer hunting, and we like we go out west chasing elk every year, but outside of those two things, that's probably the next biggest thing. And I think the reason why we like it so much is it's because it's so it's so night and day different from bow hunting that it's just a different enjoyment. You know, it's For sure. it, you know you're not worried about well you're worried about scent but that's about the only th same thing that's the same so yeah. it's so different that it's just we like it in the off season however 
then you you do sacrifice stuff like I haven't shot my bow in six weeks now when we used to shoot our bows almost all year long. So, I mean, you do, you do sacrifice stuff when you start picking up other hobbies too, but yeah. Uh, you know, it's, well, I mean, it's a time saver. It's, it's fun in the, in the winter time for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And coyotes aren't just doing a population on the deer herd. I mean, they stole one of my cameras three or four years ago. <laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> no shit. The ultimate fuck you. It, yeah. took, it took your camera. Yeah. It took it right off the tree. I was all pissed. I went up to the neighbors and everything. I'm like, who was back there? I know someone was because my camera's off the tree. And then that's following spring. I went out shed hunting. I ended up finding the camera in the weeds and it turned back on. And I got like six hours of him just chewing on it. No Luckily way. I had on video mode. <laughs> we have him carrying it in his mouth and he stops, lays down, he chews on it for a couple hours, picks it up again. It's that's it's awesome. Bizarre. I don't know if that's awesome, but that's pretty well, neat. Well, yeah, I mean, now, now it's awesome. <laughs> After the fact, you got to be yeah. like, that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I called all these guys. I'm like, you guys are not going to believe this. Yeah. Yeah. It blew yeah. up on – we posted the video on Facebook. And it, How many views did that have? <clears throat> wow. Oh, for us, a lot, over 100,000. I, I thought it was like seventy or 80,000. That's yeah. crazy. That's insane. Pretty I'm cool. going to have to go find that. That's insane. Yeah, I remember – you talked about it on the show, too, too did you not, Eric? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I remember hearing that. Yeah, I mean, we posted a couple of videos of it. I mean, we can't post <clears throat> all of them because it's right. hours and hours of video, 30 seconds apiece. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that still is funny, funny shit. Dear Lord. That's crazy. Cool. Well, um – Sorry, we got a little dark on you there for a minute. No, like we, we went, we, we tend to go off in uh, what do we call them? Rabbit holes? Yeah, or little tangents. Or tangents, quite a yeah. bit. We just dove right off into one right at the beginning of the show here, so hey, that's fine. That's all right. Let's talk about some yeah, archery shooting. Cool. Let's do it. So you guys just had your shoot this last weekend. Yep. Yes, sir. How, how'd your that go? Shoot. S H E W T. Yeah, we stole that from T Bone back in the day from the old Monster Bucks videos where he like. <laughs> Uh, what's he put like bow shoot and he writes it on cardboard and he spells it S H E W T. Puts yeah. the invites in their mailbox, and crams it in their mailbox because we had people <laughs> like uh, just random haters like they don't even spell it right. I'm like, uh, if you no shit, do, dude. we're dumb, but we're not that bad. <laughs> yeah, right? Come on, we and, do have the Googles, you know, yeah, the Googles. But now we've been doing the shoot, it's been completely public for three years now. We partnered with Galesburg Archery Club here, um, out of Galesburg, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a 30 target 3D course and uh. We kind of did it private invite only for years before that. We're like, man, we could get with a uh, a local club and open it to the public, and we yep. could do some giveaways, and we could, you know, have some fun with it. Um, well, of course, like the first year we do it, it's like COVID and bad weather, and then COVID again, and then this year Joe Biden sucks nuts, and <laughs> gas is crazy, <laughs> and the economy just is yep. not fun. So. We've, I don't know. We've never really seen what it could be because I always get all these messages about like, hey, I can't make it because X or whatever. Um, but it was still a good turnout this yep. year, um, better than I thought. And uh, but no, it was great. Did a bunch of uh, giveaways from our partners, and uh, we invented a new shoot down we called the Solo Cup Shoot Down, which was a ton of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're gonna do that every single year from now on because it's a blast. So what we did. We put a solo cup at 50 yards. So we had seven big prizes at the end to give away. And I didn't want to just like hand them out, like, because it seems like we're being selective, you know? So I'm like, all right, we'll make up this cool thing on the spot. Totally off the hip. Yeah. And shout out to our buddy Lee Her, um, AKA the cult leader. He, he thought of this. <laughs> and so we took a solo cup and put it at 50 yards. And what we did, a bunch of people entered. So we, we drew heats. So seven people in a heat. And then on the count of the buzzer, you, the first person to put an arrow in the solo cup at 50 yards wins that round. 
So we had people judging, watching arrows. So it was up to you. Once the buzzer goes off, draw, put an arrow in the solo cup at 50 yards. And then once you got it in, game over for that round. You won. So you go to the winner's circle. So we did seven heats, had seven winners, and then we did a main event where they all lined up and then all shoot the same solo cup shoot. First person to hit the solo cup then has to sprint down the lane, come back, slam a bush light, and then whoever finishes that bush light first wins. <laughs> so it's a disaster. It was so <laughs> sounds like it my kind so of bush shoot. Yeah. I could have I could have used that type of training though last year when I needed about another two seconds on that bull elk. Yep. Yeah. I could have used that speed, which I felt like I was yeah. going fast anyways, but shit, apparently not. Yeah. So it was cool to like it was fun because everybody's heckling each other and yeah. you know, everyone's being serious, but they're yeah, it's not a big deal if you don't win. Giving like, each right. other shit at the same time. Yeah, it's yeah. just like being with a big group of your buddies. Yeah, so, so and it it's it's at the archery club, so they have like a thirty target uh, range yep. or whatever you call it, three D course. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Thirty target. Um, we, we don't go- have like the, you know, this isn't the size of like attack event, right. and it's right. not like nothing like that. We don't have the terrain that a lot of the attack events have. I mean, it'll never be as big as attack event. It's more of like an intimate camaraderie type event. It's with, your typical three D course. I mean, working yep. class. Yep. Very yeah. working class. Yeah. We make it technical as hell. Like, oh you yeah. Know, target might be 30 yards but you're going to try and shoot through a wicker basket and hit a 10 ring yeah. yeah they let us the night before they let us put out all the targets and we kind of throw some bushes in the way or throw <laughs> a tree in the way or something like that so we make it pretty difficult a fence yeah, yeah. Fence. <laughs> oh, shit. it's a uh, it's we love 3d and that's that's kind of one of the things we do every summer to get ourselves ready yeah. for like colorado is go see different targets um you know different elevations obviously oh shit my third axis is off or something like that, you know, when you figure that out. But, uh, and then like you guys said, like we screw with each other on every shot. So, you oh, know, yeah. you're sitting there ready to go and you're the guy that's in the lead. Cause we do keep score while we're just ourselves. We don't turn them in. I say half the time we never turn them no. in unless we score good enough. We think we have a but fighting chance. chance at all. Yeah. Like yeah. we'll be there and like we Michael don't. will be in my ear and be like, you fucking suck. You fucking suck. <laughs> you know, like while I'm trying to shoot and, um, it's just a lot of fun and it, you know, gets you seeing different targets instead of, right. you know, going out and shooting your block in the backyard over and over and over again. Yep. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's not a bad thing, but you and know, we like sign up stuff. for like the open class. Like we'll go to like the ASA shoots and sign up for the open class with our boat, you know, our, our actually hunting rigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but we're shooting awesome. in our groups. So we have no yep. intention. Of oh, actually, we get our asses. We, we have no intention of, of actually like winning. Yeah. We want to do it for our own, you know, practice and fun between. Yeah, ourselves. It's prep- prepping you for the hunting season. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. the most fun yeah. part. Like I use a rangefinder on a three D course. You can judge me all you want. So do I. <laughs> I. I don't want to lose a freaking arrow. I spent how many hours getting ready? Although now that we're doing right. the arrow ID shit, that that makes it easier. But I don't want to lose an arrow just because I just looked at it you know so i i use my rangefinder almost on every shot i mean i use my rangefinder every time i go out hunting so why wouldn't i use it in that situation exactly yeah, you know yeah I, exactly. every once in a while, sure we'll mess around and you know throw a target out there and just walk or something like that and see who can get the closest or whatever but 99 percent of the time if i'm out hunting i got my rangefinder right there in my pocket or yeah. close by yeah, so. for sure 
Yeah, right here on your chest or wherever. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 3D is so fun, man. It's, it is. It's a blast. We used to do we used to do them every, almost every weekend. Everyone in the area, I would make a remember the calendar I throw together every year. Yep. So every weekend we'd find out where the next. Yeah. We used to write on the window who was winning. Yeah, we had like dry erase marker on the window in our studio at the time, <laughs> who was winning for the year, and we tallied our total points for the year. And yeah, we battled for like a little kids WWE belt just because yeah. we were grown babies. But now we all have kids, and um, it yeah. make it does make it harder. I mean, we didn't. I don't. I think I went to one last year, and I'm hoping to go Saturday to Carrollton. Yeah, you should go if you can. Yeah, but, possibly. Anyways, it's my uh, anniversary, so so yeah, probably do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he won't so be I'll see you there. <laughs> but it's our weekend, so suck it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's funny because you get there, and like Andy was saying, we sign up for that open class. And so you're with these, you know, prof- we'll call them shooters, you know, like, and I'm not judging them. Dudes that don't really hunt or ladies, they are archery shooters, right? So yeah, they got the archers. I got you. Yeah, they got these bows that are taller than I am. Kidding. <laughs> you know, and they've got uh, stabilizers that are, you know, three feet out and six feet behind them. And I'm yeah. just like, what in yeah. the hell is that thing? And they got a guy holding an umbrella for them to keep the sun out of their eyes. Right. <laughs> and then they got um, – They bring their own little chairs these, so they can sit what down. What are they called, like magnifiers on the site? That, yeah, I'll bring a chair. And they're dude, shooting – th- 3D rigs and, like, tournament rigs are cool, man. They I think – Oh, dude. And then I'll I ask the guy, like, what are you shooting? I, oh. Ross. I had every intention of building one, and then I hey, got about three. And then he didn't. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. I had it three quarters of the way there, and I had, like, a scope and all that shit. And then I'm like, man, I don't have time for this. Like, for both – like I just need to focus on the hunting one and not yeah. worry about that. Mm-hmm. You see, like the uh, and they'll have like pictures of all the different targets and where the twelve ring is or mm-hmm. the top twelve or whatever. And we're sitting there, you know, forty yards back, going, "I'm gonna shoot for where I would kill the animal right there." <laughs> yeah. And then you, you're like, "Hell yeah, I smoked that thing!" And you get up to it, and the twelve rings like eight inches, to, you know, up and right. And you're like, "Oh, the right. well, I guess yeah. I got an eight. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, that's right in his freaking lungs, though. That don't make no sense. But yeah. you know, so you'll talk to one of them and. They'll be like, well, I'm not having a good day. I'm I I got a, I got a ten on on you know shot number seven. And I'm like, so, that's great, isn't it? <laughs> there was, there was, five. There was one year when we were going all the time. Remember that one year we just had tried uh, hitting your arrow every time. Oh, you guys were targeting my yeah, arrow. Yeah, yeah. Every time you got an eight or something, we just tried to hit your arrow I for think, fun. I, knock on that. I think because of that one shoot, I happened to be in the lead at that point. So then everybody was trying to just destroy my arrows every like, time. We're like, fuck it. We're just going to try yep. to hit his arrow. Then if he doesn't have any arrows, he can't win. No. So we got that one. was way back in the day. That was before I started hanging around. Oh, yeah. yeah. We did every one of them. That's when I was like, I used to be obsessed with like pinpoint accuracy. Like yeah. very concerned with like hitting dimes. Now I feel like I'm still concerned with accuracy. I don't want to sound like I'm sloppy. But I think now. Well, we moved it up to this coaster. Right, it's actually actually pretty decent, right? Right, but why is that coaster eighteen inches wide though? (laughs) Size of a paper plate. (laughs) (laughs) I found that like shooting at my three D targets in the yard, aiming for like like you said, where you'd want to aim on a deer, right? Rather than being so concerned about getting that twelve ring, all five arrows, whatever you shoot inside that dot, right? It's almost better to shoot and visualize a shot on a 3d target and shoot for what is what you want to be shot. And if you can do it every time you shoot an arrow, it's pretty good. Right now. Oh, is yeah. it, is it worth being concerned over trying to hit a quarter every time? 
it doesn't hurt. It's pretty badass when you can do it, but I don't feel like you should pull your hair out and then loosen up shit and retighten it and tinker with your bow every time you go to try and do that because I feel you start like infiltrating your mental game from the inside out with archery. And then by the time hunting season comes up, even though you're a really amazing shot, you've kind of fucked yourself in circles on what trying you, to hit that quarter. Yeah. yeah. The bigger picture is yeah. a more consistent process of a shot and exactly. that in turn will lead to accuracy. But yeah, yeah master that consistent yeah. cycle. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, you kill 190 inch deer, man, but I didn't hit him in the 12. I hit him in the 10, but he's on the wall. Yeah, so he's 185 now. You, I was aiming a five. half inch over. Yeah. 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 You hit the deer in the eight and he's, he's like, really? <laughs> That's all you got? <laughs> like, nah, he's not. Nice. He's going to be, he's going to die. Yeah. I would say I like, know. That's what I've leaned lately. I agree. I would say several years ago. I mean, I still have like, a, you know, the block target because those things don't ever die. But I got to where I, I started buying a deer or I, I got a wolf out there just because it was cheap. And um, my brother-in-law, shout out to Russell, by the way, every summer when his dad bails his first uh, round of hay, he will take three bales of hay and he will actually spray paint a two-scale size elk along all all size, you know, of those those uh, hay bales. That's cool. To, to get ready for elk season. And he's so he's using the hay bales, but he's got an elk painted. And uh, he's gotten really good at it. Oh, like, dude, it, it, it looks, looks good. Legit. Like, he's getting a little weird with it. Like, it, it looks real nice. Like, hey, see how this G, look at his whale tail right here this year, you know? Like, I mean, it it, it looks That's nice. Cool. People are going to be driving by, but like, there's freaking elk in Missouri now. <laughs> Which there is, actually. There is. Yeah. yeah. We got an elk season. Yeah. So. I've seen guys do uh, something similar similar to that on YouTube, like cut out the shape of an elk out of plywood. Yeah. But then they make the vitals big, and then they put their hay bales behind the vitals. That's a good idea. Um, so then they're shooting for – it's wood. I mean, if you're missing, it sucks. But he makes the vitals big enough, and I don't know what he'd do on the inside, but he put his block right there. So yeah. you're, you're hitting your block, but you're executing a lethal shot on yeah. an elk shape, I guess. What we're talking about, we didn't have Doris at the shoot this year. Yeah, I let her rest. Doris oh. is our steel doe target we bring. She need a nap. Oh, yeah. Didn't y'all have a steel target out there, though, this year? Yeah, we have. A, they call it Curly. It's a full-size standing buck target. We had it like 96 yards or 102. No, it was like 98. 98. Oh. We put it, it's always something weird. So not so. quite 100. <laughs> We're right. just going to do yeah. it a little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> just to yeah. mess with you just yeah. a hair. Yeah. 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 yeah, so there's about... Six seven hundred dollars in arrows ruined on curly this year, I think. Yeah, well, that, yeah, because if you hit them, you've ruined your arrow. But oh, for sure. Hey, at least you can say it went ding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hit it. But no, <laughs> shoot was a good time. It was a good time. After all that, the shoot was a, su a success. No. And <laughs> I, that's what I enjoy about three D. They just see different stuff. You get to hang out with friends. I mean, a lot of people go with their their buddies when they do these sorts of things. I've I have seen people alone, which is whatever but i do it i mean just yeah yeah i don't know um it's like golfing by yourself but i see the problem with that it, what golfing by yourself a loser no i mean golfing by yourself not i don't want it sometimes i don't want people to see how bad i am <laughs> so all good uh but yeah i mean it, it you know it's a lot of fun and it it get it does help you get ready i think makes you think of other things right um, yeah. like at one point, a couple years ago, we would go take like three laps around the house and then 
give ourselves 10 seconds to take a shot, pick the bow up. You got one shot, you know, cause you're yeah. puffing and puffing. And it's like, well, what if you just got to the top of a bench and there's a bull there, you don't have time to catch your breath and get ready. You got to execute the shot. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. You know, like Russell's climbing on top of his damn roof at different angles, like shooting at different things. I mean, you know, just makes you think of different stuff. And I think a lot of that came from going to 3D stuff when we first started doing it. Oh, yeah, right. you know? for sure. It, it definitely doesn't hurt. Like, you know, doing the running thing to try and simulate adrenaline, which is hard to simulate adrenaline unless you got like a real good doctor just writing your prescriptions. For adrenaline. <laughs> Pop yourself uh, with an EpiPen. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Don't do that, people. That's a bad idea. It's always hard to duplicate, too, because everything's a, every situation is different, but you got to just get as close as possible. But, like, when I knew I was going on my lion hunt, I found the tallest branch in my yard and hoisted my target with my ranger up in – the tree and try now i'm glad i did it yes because it proved my third axis was on but then when i actually got out there i was like oh it's way steeper <laughs> way further away and like almost not even at all the same but but i'm still glad i did it yeah right same scenario kind of yeah i mean at least it wasn't like the first time you were pointing your bow basically straight up right i mean who has ever shot like that before really you know it's so at least you tried weird. it yeah because you aim be opposite, so like your exit hole on a deer is your entry hole. When you're shooting, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so I, I, I had to think about that for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah so that you're makes aiming sense. For the exit hole, because usually is, you're the one in the tree. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean, exactly. Yeah, all right, <laughs> right. So just how you shoot a deer—that is just such a mindfuck. Going in reverse. Yeah. yeah, you're aiming low. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Okay, now it makes sense. Yeah, that's that's a mind fuck. That once you said that, I hadn't, hadn't even thought of that until you just said. It. I'm like, ah, oh, that hurts my yeah. head just thinking of that. Actually, because our wage brain doesn't process it that fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it takes a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I mean, we. I mean, the way you break it down, you're just like, oh yeah, it is the same but different. Like you're aiming for your exit hole. Yeah, your exit hole is just coming out higher up the tree. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Very that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So it was it was a success though. You had a good turnout. I mean, yeah, gas is like forty seven dollars a gallon or whatever it is right now. God, yeah. we still had people driving from North Carolina, Damn. Jersey, uh, New York, Kentucky, Kentucky, Alabama, Georgia, PA. PA. Crazy awesome. people spend that kind of money. It is, yeah. Just very... to hung hang out with us, dumb dumbs. A lot yeah. of people <laughs> counted it as their big vacation. Said, oh, we took off work for three days or four days. We're, this is our vacation this year. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty wild. Cool. It's pretty cool. dang cool. Pretty thankful for that. Kurt, I mean, you, you didn't shoot though, right? Because you uh, you messed your shoulder up on the bear hunt. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know how serious it is. I don't think. I think it's just a muscle thing. <clears throat> but yeah, Eric was there when I did it. Yep. But he, I was last in line because my horse won the lollygag in the river, and then it panicked <laughs> when everybody's horses got across and it was still in the river. I think that's what happened. Ran you and then I'm trying to steer it. <laughs> to go back up to where because it was trying to take me through the shit where there was no path oh, and i was trying to steer it up where everybody else's horses went and it started to kind of like freak out and there was a tree with like a branch that just ran me through it oh, God. and i didn't i would have if it wouldn't have been in the river i would have bailed oh yeah. but i didn't want to fall in the river that yeah. river is cooking too it was cooking like was i would have ended up six miles down before we'd have caught you down the river <laughs> i mean because it's all this fresh snow melt you know the snow there's still snow on the ground there yeah and, right. but the majority of it's melting and that's the river's kind of going nuts yeah so you would have uh, heard uh because i don't i mean i've only ridden a horse like three times in my life and if that would have happened to me in wyoming in the back country you would have heard the highest pitched scream coming from the back like was that a chick all of a sudden like 
I, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm proud of you for staying on because I'd have, I don't know what I would have done. I, I'd have been running off that horse's back. I just would have freaked me the hell out. I had a tree in my hoodie. Trey pulled out like a big chunk of that tree. <laughs> I'm like, am I bleeding? He goes, no, but you got about a whole branch in here. <laughs> pulled it out. It's, yeah, you were hurting taking for a souvenir sure. with it, it. It fucked me up. Oh, it, it like it's the weirdest thing because it forced me to move weird because i tried to avoid it mm-hmm. and i was like didn't want to jump off so i kind of did this weird move and it like cramped me from like the back of my shoulder in into here um and then up my neck up to like my ear and it like had me all like tight and i couldn't like move it was weird that's very strange yeah so i think yeah. it's a pulled muscle i don't know but it's still like i was doing yard work and i can still kind of feel it and i'm like ah, i don't know if shooting my bow could help it, but I'm gonna wait another week or so before I start. I mean, so yeah, how far? It's about time to start practicing here pretty soon. We got Africa know. coming up here in six weeks. I know. Yeah. How far back in there were you when it happened? Oh, I mean, uh, from like like a hospital. From I mean, it's like your your camp or like to yeah. get back out. Oh, uh, from the camp, from like base camp, probably. I don't know, ten miles. Yeah. Oh shit! Y'all yeah. way back then there then. Yeah, I mean the base camp's forty miles back. Holy and shit! And y'all did that all on horseback. Y'all no, rode in. No, no, we no, can no. we could drive right to camp, but it's forty miles on a dirt road. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I okay. Got you. I gotcha. Okay. Like it takes you it takes you two hours to go forty miles. Right? Oh, I believe yeah. it. Yeah. I I used to work uh, on like cell phone towers and stuff, and we <laughs> we would put uh, go out and put towers out in like Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, and stuff. And yeah, it's only five miles up there, but it takes you forty-five minutes to get up it because you're going two yeah. miles an hour the whole time. I mean, it's nice. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like if something happens and you had to get to a hospital, you're you, fucked. You could be fucked. Yeah, you could very likely be fucked. Yeah, I could. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Hmm. So yeah, I'm all right though. But, yeah. the, but well, the bear hunt, how did it go though? Well, I already uh, rained the entire time. It, it rained every yeah. day, every day. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So you didn't see, uh, you never saw, what's his, what'd you name that freaking bear? Charmin. Oh, Charmin. Charmin. You never saw that bear? Charmin, Charmin wasn't around this year. <laughs> he must have grew all his hair back, probably, and that's why we didn't see him. <laughs> he got on that just for men. Yeah. <laughs> or that hymns or whatever. Yeah. For hymns. For the hell yeah. it is. Rubbing yeah. his hairy bear ass all over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> paper Charmin. shortage. He had to go work the factory. So there you go. It didn't make it. And, and you guys were hunting with your bows, I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah, yeah. so it makes it even harder. Uh, yeah, the guys before us killed bear. The, the camp before us killed bears. They had beautiful weather. And then the – the so we split the weeks. We overlapped week one and two. I'm uh-huh. um, just kind of hanging out both camps. When the guys from week two showed up, we had one day of hunting and it rained. And then the next day it got nice. And then the following day, one of the guys killed the bear that Doug was hunting. Mm-hmm. So – Apparently, bears like decent weather. Yeah, I could <laughs> definitely see that. Yeah, I've, nobody really wants to do anything when it's raining its ass off. I think bears are kind of a lot like us. Like it's like the way it sounds. They lay around all day and then they get up and like look for food under logs and rocks. And then <laughs> not when it's raining. Yeah, but not when it's raining. You got to lay around under the pines and feel fat. You know. <laughs> I feel. I feel like I can relate. Yeah. Dude, yep. this guy. It we, on our elk hunt last year. <laughs> we got rained on quite a bit, quite a few days. And we were out there, and it was pissing down on us. I, 
I'm thinking it's going to flood, even though we're out in the fucking mountains. There's no way it's going to flood. But he's underneath a tree, and he's just, it looks like somebody's got a water hose just going full blast, and he's just sleeping away, just, <laughs> just snoring. I'm like, dude. That sounds, sounds like something I can do. I can sleep anywhere. I'm, I'm with you. He, he can, man, anywhere. It don't matter. He, he can sleep for sure. Oh, but, but Pat, now you guys don't know our buddy Pat, okay? But do you guys have anybody in your group that is the loudest snorer in the history of the world? That'd be Kurt. Really? <laughs> Kurt? Okay. Here, yeah. I bet you money, you and Pat, I, I don't know how bad you are, but I've never heard anybody like Patrick. He, he, he calls, he calls over, bears. He, I, he, learned, I learned over seven years staying with Kurt that I got to bring earplugs every time we stay in the same room. <laughs> yeah. So And the more he drinks, the worse it gets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, it's not going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> so this Actually, dude. I don't understand it, though, because Lee was stayed in our tent. He's like, you didn't really snore at all. Like, you just... But I also didn't drink any beer that night either. Well, that's the problem. So or I don't know. That's the good thing. Yeah, but I've had, we we have buddies that snored one time when we were at a trade show, and I looked at them different the next day. Like, I was like <laughs> <laughs> now you're that guy. Well, I don't know if I'm that bad. If I'm that bad, I gotta go to a doctor. No, well <laughs> that's our, our buddy. See, our buddy Pat's that bad. He needs a doctor. This dude will keep an entire camp up at night, right? And uh, we don't mess with him. We know it's it is how he is, right? So we just. At any I, point, he, are you concerned for his health, though? Oh, I absolutely! Swear to God, sometimes it sounds like I'll count the seconds in between his breaths. Yeah. Like I'll count. Like <laughs> I was like, dude, I gotta wake him up. I gotta go. Fight. Like, is he okay? All of a sudden, he takes like big old gasp of air. He's like, dude, go to the doctor. I'm fine. <laughs> Does he smoke? No, no. Oh, he's just wow. a big so dude. Are, yeah. dude. I played college baseball with this guy from guy. day one, and he really, I mean, even when he wasn't big back in college, like. He still snored like that. Like he's just always done that. Yeah, he dies. Yeah, like, he dies for a minute or two every night. Yeah. I guarantee it. Like, <laughs> so you know, and like we don't mess with him. On like your nose and shit, and how you breathe. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't mess with him. He's we just know he's loud. You just got to get to sleep first, right? Yeah, yeah. So we we go hunt together one day, and we're you know it's like you know eleven, and we all take a cat nap, right? And I'm laying down, and I'm a quiet sleeper. And apparently, I'm rubbing my jacket with my thumb. You know, I don't know. I was asleep. So, apparently, I was rubbing my shirt. And he stands up and he goes, you are being loud. Could you stop that? (laughs) And Micah was with us. And we're like, are you fucking serious? (laughs) Like, I will throw you off this mountain right now if you make any sort of comment about our sleeping. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I I don't want to say our buddy's name. You know what I'm talking about? I don't want to say his name. I don't yep. want to embarrass him. For sure. But I was like, dude, I'm worried about you. Like, he's not a big guy, but he smokes. Yeah. Turn. And I was like, dude, you you have to feel like shit when you wake up. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how he does it. He, I'm sure it he still bad. does it. But but I like, I clinch my jaw. I don't know. I, th- I think I sleep with like active anxiety because I like grind my teeth and shit. So I wonder if that's yeah. part of my issue. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, who knows? Maybe not. Maybe I should take a Xanax before I sleep and see if. I'd probably just die in my sleep. <laughs> just not wake up. <laughs> too relaxed. That was a bad idea. Oops. <laughs> the doctor said I was too healthy and too good a shape. Yeah. yeah. I will yeah, tell you, so. though, the only person I've ever seen, we got struck by lightning. I'm talking about literally, it was yep. like 10 yards from our tent, struck by lightning. This guy, Micah, he slept right through. slept through it. I thought we were dead. Like, I was sleeping next to the center post in our outfitter tent. I thought I, I, my life, I thought I was dead. Like, legit. And everybody's like, holy shit, everybody okay? Like, check on everybody. Mike is like, what are you guys talking about? What happened? Like, what, what? I don't know if it knocked him out. Yeah. Boom. He's like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Hit by lightning. What are you talking Was about? Was that the same night he went like this? 
in the probably, middle of his sleep. Yes, probably. Yeah, this, you make some weird-ass noises, dude. He doesn't snore. But... Here's the thing. You can't control anything you're doing. Right. <laughs> you're, like... you're sleeping. Right. Yeah, so Still, like, though. I was, I was having a sleep. Dude. At least I'm, I snore. I'm not gay when I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a dream about his sister. So Shut I, the fuck I, up, man. <laughs> He's married to Nate's sister. Cold yeah. as ice. comes <laughs> out. Well, she's my wife, so I can say shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Cold-blooded. <laughs> so you got... I, I swear I've wanted to talk about bows this entire time, but we're 45 minutes into it. So you guys are going Sorry. to Africa. What's yep, a, yep. what's on the hit list? Y'all have the agenda. A, yeah, who's going for what? Anything that's big, like, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. I think we all got kudu. I got kudu, impala, and zebra. Kudu, impala, warthog would be my top three if I could pick them. Kudu, gimsbuck, zebra. Is gimsbuck? Is that like that little thing? Is that the real no, small? It's a, it's a so. It's it's there's it's an oryx. Maybe I'm backwards on this. Maybe there's different types of Gimsbuck, mm-hmm. or there's different types of Oryx, or it's the same shit. I don't know. But an Oryx, it's like that, the horns that go straight back, and they're like black and white. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, they're, like they're, anytime you see mm-hmm. like a, uh, you know, any type of, you know, African show that's got lions in it, those are the ones they always kill, that oh, sort yeah, of thing. They're or whatever. one of the ones. <laughs> yeah. That's a, I'm thinking Wildebeest. I'm thinking the Lion King Wildebeest on that. But, like, yeah. Yeah. Wildebeest, I would love to kill. That might be the one when I'm there, I might, like, tack that one on. Right. Because they're so cool. It's a poor man's buffalo, isn't that what they call them? Um, but, I don't know, they're bigger. I, I don't know, I think they're kudu-sized or just shy of kudu-sized, which yeah. kudu are pretty damn big. Mm-hmm. Um they're actually all pretty fascinating animals, but sure. um, yeah. How, how it, does the tag system work, or is there a tag system? I mean, what? There's not, as far as I'm aware of. You like, guys it's are just, all, it's, it's all price, of... price on every animal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. what about getting them back? How does that work? Do they got to get taxidermied there, or can y'all bring them back and get taxidermied here? So either. So, uh, and maybe I'm a little wrong on this, and I will soon to learn the process. We don't know a lot about it. I was going to say, like, yeah. But... You know, if, if we if you'd have us back on, we'll gladly explain it all after the whole fucking process is done. But uh, we kill them, hopefully, and then I think they boil out all the skulls. They pretty much euro them over there to get rid of any like tissue, brain, brain matter, matter, all that yeah. stuff. And then all the animals we kill collectively from our cram- uh, camp get put into like a crate, and then we'll split the cost of the crate from South Africa over to the states. Um, and we have a great taxidermist shout out to Old Barn Taxidermy. Old Barn, yeah. It kind of coordinates that. Um, so it'll all get in. They have all the licensing and they're all legal beagle when it comes to like an African game because hmm. uh, they're a tannery, one of the biggest tanneries. Yeah. So yeah, my, go, our taxidermist uses Old Barn as a, as a tannery. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, as far as I know, that's how it's going to work. Um, Hopefully it's a smooth process. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any idea what to expect? I mean, I don't know, like, how you guys got hooked up or, or how you're doing it, but are you just going into it like, hey, whatever happens, happens? Do you have um, any idea what you're going to, to see yet, like the hunting setups or, or what? Yeah, no, we do. We do. Um, the lodge looks amazing. Like, yep. it's it's all-inclusive, and it's not as expensive as everybody thinks it is, like, I always thought before this, like, man, if you go to Africa, you're rich. Right. Not, it's not, it's actually the best bang for your buck. 
that I have seen when it comes to like buying a hunt, like doing an outfitted hunt for the amount of animals you kill for the dollar. It's quite the bargain. Really, really is. Um, yeah, I mean, the, wor- more, the worst part is the flight getting over there right. and back. That's the, one of the most expensive parts it, of the trip. It's yeah. more affordable than some hunts in the states here. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. It is. I'm doing an elk hunt this fall. It is for what I'm wanting to kill with the flight. It's cheaper than my elk hunt. Really, I can wow. see that. Yeah, I've always heard like the most expensive part of Africa is getting the animal back to the states. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. It, yeah, I, I just um, the rumor I've always heard. Hey, we'll find out. We've I heard some rumors. Hopefully, you do. About yeah. getting animals back. So hopefully, it's a smooth process. But hopefully, it is. I've, I think with our, who we're working with, it will be smooth. Nice. Um, but you know, really, I guess if you if someone listening wants to go to Africa, I just look into it, or we can connect you with our guy mm-hmm. because the deal wasn't bad. Like they they proposed us going on the hunt, and then hey, can you help us sell some archery hunters because of like our reach or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then I told everybody in the crew what our what how much it was, and everyone in our crew was like, "Oh, that's oh, how shit. much yeah, it is. We'll go." Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so we never even got to the point of being like. Hey, we need. We actually do need one hunter. We need one hunter right now. We need one hunter because we had one person back out. They can't oh. go because of uh, some. They got some stuff. Their home building is what's happening. So, when do you um, guys leave? Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> July thirty first, we fly out. My wife would murder me if I did that. <laughs> so go, please. Yeah. Oh. Hey, she can't murder you when you're in Africa. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Should I have a little bit to calm down. Austin. I, Austin brings the solid points. Fast. Hey. Just move all your money, close your accounts, and don't ever come back. <laughs> God, that'd be the best. I don't know if they got ever. whitetail over there, though. I know they got a lot of things, but I, I don't think they it. got whitetail. I'm sure there's a couple of whitetail runs somewhere. On <laughs> you're, you're probably right. Probably right. Dude, if I was going to get in divorce, my wife's going to take half my shit. Half of nothing's nothing. I'm <laughs> if I'm out, I'm out. Shit, that's I'm awesome. Out. Cold as ice. Where are you, you going? I know you guys are going to have a good time, though. A buddy of mine, uh, he went uh, last year, and he was telling me about it and i mean he said it was an absolute blast and he said all the stuff that he killed like they prepare it that night too you know so if you kill something they would you know make you a dish or whatever and yeah. uh he said all the stuff there tasted awesome too so really yeah i think i might be wrong on this i'll report back but i believe that we all the meat that we from animals we shoot we're getting to go and donate donate it to an orphanage yep that's awesome and that's what they do too but they keep enough back so the hunter uh oh, cool. he he could have it and ju- just try it like him him and his right. wife went they both went down there she just tagged along he killed whatever he killed i can't remember i know kudu was on there but he killed a bunch of other stuff too and but that's they awesome. they saved him you know two plates or whatever you want to call it. So they cooked him some, him and his wife up, uh, that what he killed. So, and he said it all tasted good. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty pumped, man. I think it's all inclusive, like meals and drinks and all that stuff. And the lodge looks nice. There's like good showers on that stuff. Um, it's kind of like from the photos I've seen of where we're going, it looks like what you'd think on TV. It's like the, the nicer ground blinds that look like they're like the outsides are covered in like mud or whatever to probably keep them cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know what to expect before we seen the pictures. I was thinking we're staying in little huts and yeah, your wife's going and Austin's wife's going. And then we have a group tra- uh, chat called Africa 23. So just to fuck with all the wives, they're like <laughs> what, what's, what's the uh, like amenities going to be? So I just Googled like, 
Africa and just like got the shittiest pictures of Africa. <laughs> 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 and, and sent them in the group. And then we had them going for a little bit that there was no internet or nothing. Oh, yeah. It was like, yeah, like a place in Africa you wouldn't want to go. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I'm sending these like, oh, yeah, this is the village we're staying in. And it's like, just. <laughs> You're fighting off the tigers when you got to go poop. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, on Ace Ventura when he's like, Bumblebee Tuna and he's walking through that village. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. There you go. You should have showed him that clip from Ace Ventura when he was coming out of that fake rhino from the back yeah, end. Because right? the, the, you'd be like, this is, this is what happens out there. Yeah. Some crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. Y'all are doing it smart, though. Like, that, that'd probably be the only way I could get over there is if I took my wife with me. She'd be like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, that, that'd be okay. Yeah, you can tag along. You know, we'll go kill no, some it's shit. Gonna be, it'll be cool. We, uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be a good time. Me and Doug are going to get to hold hands, and everybody else has their, that'll, that'll their be wives. Cute. So. Be oh, your, wife not, your wife's not going with you? We decided that, like, if we're all going to die in Africa, we shouldn't leave our kids okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, with fair no enough. parents. So we don't really care. <laughs> hey they'll make it what's that michael what's that what's that meme of michael jordan that says f them kids <laughs> f them kids no it, it's just one of those things it's like man for someone to watch our kids for that long yeah that just kind of sucks but so it'll be one of those when our kids are older maybe we'll all go together as a trip or i'll do like what our buddy chase rolfson did is he if his kids graduated high school with like a 4.0 or whatever didn't he make some stipulation that yeah. they could go on any hunt they wanted oh, for their wow. graduation gift that they top honors or whatever, and they both didn't. So his daughter wanted to go to Africa, so he took his daughter to Africa. I'll tell my kids that, but I know they ain't gonna make it. So <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna graduate and do it, and you're gonna be like, "Psych!" Psych. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think you'd actually do it. I didn't yeah. think you'd actually do it. So never mind. <laughs> yeah, too late yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm. I don't know. I can't, I can't talk. I was a pretty good student, but I found all my dad's report cards going through all his stuff from like when he was whatever. D's get degrees. Apparently, my dad have a degree, but all D's, and I'm like, hell yeah, that's my dad. Because <laughs> I was the same way. I got good grades. I just cheated a lot, though. I mean, I was just like, yeah, I'll just cheat. No big deal. <laughs> hey, a lot of copy and paste. You know? Exactly. Yeah, dude. You can Google anything. Dude, you know how often I'm, I use probably 90% of the shit I did in high school? Zero. Never. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. So. I drive a truck. I guess. Yeah. I drive oh, yeah. a truck for a living. <laughs> <laughs> you remember back when you were in school and the teacher would get onto you because you had a calculator? You're not going to have that in the real world someday. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. One of our bitch. phones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she didn't know anything about smartphones. <laughs> an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> I do not know and that. Was not, and even your flip phone had a freaking calculator on it. Oh, gosh. It had a yeah. snake and calculator. Uh, yeah. Yep. But you remember like typing out boobs <laughs> on calculators? <laughs> God, yes. That was the best. When you're in high school. <laughs> Good times. It's still funny. I was oh, proud yeah. of myself when I got hello. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Good yeah. times. Fifty-four yeah. minutes into it, and I'm finally going to segue into archery. That's fine. Hey, dude, that's what you get when you invite us on your podcast, man. dude. That's how we like it. I love it. We don't. We don't have to do anything, but just follow your lead. So this is what happens. <laughs> we go, and that's your problem is you follow our lead, and we just take off down rabbit holes and never, never come the hell out of them. If this goes to <laughs> shit, it's not. We on like them. this, man. <laughs> uh, we like doing this because normally we're the ones like trying to direct and all that stuff. So. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, I I get you. And you you picked a horrible three guys to keep it in line. So that's yeah. that's a good thing. Well, but it's all right. are you hey. 
I already know the answer to this, but I'm pretending like I don't listen to you on every okay. show. But uh, so, are you guys changing your setups at all for Africa, or are you pretty much running everything for the most part the same? Uh, you want me to go first, I guess. Sure, kind of. <laughs> so, um, I'm shooting an Elite Envision, 65 pounds. I'm shooting a Rip TKO Arrow. I think I'm going to shoot a 125 grain fixed blade um, with a 75 grain um, outsert, outsert, insert, insert outsert, whatever, whatever it is. It. It's kind of both. Um, so a little more weight out front, but nothing real drastic. Yeah. You know, I guess maybe that 75 grain outsert's a little heavier than what most people would shoot. Um, yeah, you're throwing some weight up front. Yeah, but I shot that for Whitetails last year too. That's right. just what I like. Um but yeah, yeah, so just a touch heavier. I'm going to shoot a little heavier head because I'm going straight from Africa into elk. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to have to change anything from hunt to hunt because the animals that I'm shooting in Africa are going to be uh, similar, maybe a little smaller than what like a big bull elk would be. Right. So right. that's my setup. Yeah. And the only thing I changed really this year was the new bow. And then I'm shooting a different arrow this year. I'm shooting the VAP SSs this year. Okay. I'm gonna well, shoot the same heads and everything I did last year for uh, whitetails. So, and you guys all run slick tricks, right? Yep, yep, slick tricks. Yeah, yeah. I'm shooting viper tricks this year. The fixed blade viper tricks. Yeah, nice. It's a dirty head. Appreciate yep. sure. yeah, Russell. Has. I'm gonna take the assailants with me. The assailants probably the one I'm gonna try. God, now nah, maybe I should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that hybrid style head. I just, oh, it's, I bet it's gonna open up, man. I don't know. Crazy. They're they're nasty. Yeah. So maybe maybe I'll shoot a hundred grain assailant assailants. I can't ever say that. If you got that in a seventy five, you're gonna have some weight up front. You'd be yeah. fine. You're right. Especially that's that what, hybrid. That's, you got that blade. You know, yeah. the bleeder blade on there. So it's gonna be. I'm yeah. I'm shooting pretty much my moose setup. So it's seventy pounds. Um, switching up, going from the remedy to the envision, and my moose arrow was a VAP SS, uh, sixty grain insert and hundred grain head. So. Mm -hmm. That'll be plenty. Yeah. I mean, I always worry about uh, all of you guys. I don't know how tall you guys are, but between the three of us, I'm definitely the shortest. So I've always had a short draw length, which, you know, in turn then slows my bow down a little bit based on the IBO because it's never based on 27 freaking inches. So, right. yeah. you know, like my arrows weigh somewhere around 450 grains when it's all said and done. Yeah. But I'm still only shooting about 270 feet per second. How much do you guys worry You're about fine. speed? I mean, like, do you, do you. Kinetic energy is what you need to worry about. Yeah. So, you know, there's these, all these people out there now that are shooting really heavy, really, really heavy arrows. And you read about it. It makes sense what they're saying. I understand some, a lot of that, but, um, you know, for me, it's like, well, how does my arrow fly? Do I feel comfortable shooting it? And is it, causing damage but the only time you you can only really figure that out by shooting it in an animal is the only bad thing uh, right so i mean does any is any what's your who's got the shortest draw length between the three of you i'm 29 i'm 28 28 so everybody's pretty average on that yeah because don't they base ibo on 29 inches am i, I wrong i thought it was I 30 it was 28. okay so we See, got three I, different yeah. answers here. I, I thought they went the longest you know like 30 just because it, it gives them that much more maybe, or whatever yeah, they, maybe. that way they can put it on their you know advertisement or whatever but i could be wrong what's that did you guys say you thought it was 28 i'm probably I'm wrong i'm, I'm, I'm looking sure. i'm trying to look it up 
You know, if you make a good shot, though, it doesn't take much to zing through an animal with how sharp these broadheads are and everything. Right. Know? Yeah. yeah. Well, 30 inches is IBO. 30? Yeah. I was right. Yeah. Yeah. Mark it down. Yeah. Micah was fucking 30 and right. a quarter inch. Oh, and they wrong. squeeze that extra quarter out. <laughs> Put a longer D loop on there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, it's better than a half pack rollies. Understanding bow speed, IBO specification, draw length equal to 30 inches, draw weight equal to 70 pounds, and arrow weighing 350 grains. Hmm. That's a light arrow, too, though. Because yeah, I feel like my arrow is light. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're advertising at, speed there. So that's sure. what they're doing. They're Light lighting arrow. the arrow up. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But like I even got anxiety a little bit for you, Kurt, when you were talking about maybe going from the vapor or the the vapor tricks to the viper tricks viper tricks yeah. to the annihilators, and I'm just like, ah, oh, like that's my biggest issue is <laughs> I, I don't like changing <laughs> shit, you know. So like yeah. when you go from elk to whitetail, I want to shoot something that works for each animal I'm hunting. Unless you go from like an elk to an antelope, I get those are different, but yeah. So, like, when I picked a broadhead last year, was it last year I made the change to? I think so. I think so. All of us. I wanted something that I thought could, you know, take an elk down. Uh, but I didn't bump up to a heavier head. I stayed at 100 also. Right. Um, and I always kind of went back and forth as to whether I was right or not. But So, it's kind of nice to hear Austin and, and you and Eric are both still with 100, 100 grain heads. Seems like well, everybody's you know, bump it up to 125 like you are, Kirk, or even Kurt, or even uh, 150s. Hell, like Iron yeah. Will has a 175, I think. Oof. Great. Yeah, see, that's wild. But, I mean, I, I get it to a certain point. But, I mean, I went, last time I went elk hunting was in 2018, and I did the same thing. Um, I shot same Viper trick, and then I just took that into whitetails, and it's just, like, devastated on a whitetail, yeah, you know? that's what's right. nice. So... I used my moose setup on three turkeys this spring. <laughs> <laughs> did it work? It did, did the did job. <laughs> nice. His kappa but, got detated. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. It's that head that um, that they were talking about, like me switching back to. I didn't ever switch to Viper Tricks. So I'm not switching back. That's actually the head I was shooting last year, that and the Raptor Trick. And uh, I, I have full confidence in the raptor trick i mean that's what i was just gonna say you know you were mentioning that you know changing heads is kind of scary we shot the raptor tricks for years years yeah and then i just switched over the silence last year you know and it was a new head they're, so they're you're like dirty you're man. like god do i do i put this on you know do i trust it so i shot a doe with him like yeah i'm using these i trust it yeah i hit my muley at a distance and pummeled it yeah like in its tracks it went a yard it rolled a long time but it stepped a yard and then my white tail that i shot I, he was actually quartering two went in long exited gut the shortest distance i have and I, i'm not like we all sound like those broadhead douchebags everybody has a broadhead that works for them like we're not saying that this like is like, an axe or an animal yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> he was rolling over um <laughs> But like it's just the shortest distance that a deer. I'm not. The blood trail wasn't incredible because of the ec, where it exited, you know, entry high, exit gut because of quartering right. two. But it's the shortest an animal had went and dropped that I've ever seen, um, as far as a white tail from a tree stand. So no, they're a nasty head. Yeah, they're dirty. I, you kind of mentioned on distance. Uh, did they tell you guys what to kind of expect on what kind of shots you guys are going to be taking? Out there on Africa, 
think we're going to be doing some water hole setting, so it probably mm -hmm. should be within 25 yards. Okay, yeah, so it'll be wheelhouse shots. Oh, okay, okay. I, didn't I mean, know. but we have the option to spot and stock too. That's completely on the table. So you get a gun on us. your side just in case, like a friggin' lion stalks you or some shit, or how's that work? The guy does, I'm sure. We got a couple know. Glocks we can bring now. <laughs> Clack, I don't know. They probably won't let us bring those into Africa. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Oh, that works. <laughs> oh, I didn't have the swoops. I know my, my buddy. Whenever he, <laughs> whenever he went over, uh, he he did rifle hunt, and he you rent a gun is what they did. Yep. Like they have their guns, and then you rent. And I think <laughs> I forget what caliber he was shooting, but they they charged him like three times what a bullet is worth for each bullet he used. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well. Okay, I guess whatever. It ain't yeah. like I could bitch about yeah, it. What are you gonna do? Not do it? <laughs> right. Yeah. See, I don't know. I mean, I I'm very ignorant about Africa. I don't know a lot. I don't think we'll know a lot till we get there. Yeah. Um I don't think there's lions where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. And maybe that sounds dumb. Maybe, My guess hey, would be there probably is. Hey, there could be a lot of lions where we're going. We don't know. <laughs> we yeah. get there, I'm like, fuck, I was wrong. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to have you guys back on after your trip. We'll there's, see one how it goes. In, there's one in the swimming pool. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't actually know, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's, um, this isn't, so, this sounds, I don't want to sound spoiled. This is not something that we were like mapping out and we're like, man, we should go to Africa. This is an opportunity that arose. That it was like, fuck, you guys want to go to Africa? All right, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah. And then we all went and booked it and committed and really haven't done a lot of, like, cultural research. <laughs> 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 that yeah. is my style. I like it. I like it, yeah. Just wing it. We'll have to have you back on and see how it went. That's that's for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. If but, we live, we'd love to go yeah. back. <laughs> like, going back, you know, going back to Broadheads, that, I like talking about that sort of stuff just because, well, I'm a little bit neurotic and I overthink shit, but – because I made a change last year, and Micah, you were right. I did all this research, and I ended up going to a company called Iron Will Broadheads. You know, so while I like them, those freaking broadheads, and I'm not talking shit, but it's just facts. Those broadheads are like 40 fucking dollars a piece. Yeah, it's a lot. So I don't want to shoot them. Like, every time I go out and, and getting stuff set in, I'm like, I don't want to shoot this thing into the, the target because I'm just going to dole it a little bit, and then I got to... I bought all this sharpening equipment and stuff thinking, you know, I'll take care of them. I I'm don't have already. time to dick with it. No. So yeah. now I'm like, well, fuck, I don't, you know, if I lose one of these things, I'm going to cry. It's 40 damn dollars for one broadhead. That's a lot right. of money. Does it come in a pack of three or do yeah, you buy them? I, bought, uh, I think, yeah, you bought a, I bought a three pack. It was like $110 Oof. for the three. And they came in cool little wooden boxes. That, <laughs> you know, that helps, but. Yeah, you know, and they are sharp as shit. I'll I'll give them that, and they're they're very nice. But, um, you know, it's it's uh, once you make that decision, you're like, well, I guess I'm sticking with these for a while. And that's I couldn't, I can't wrap my mind around going from one head to another for a different it animal. Seems like something you know? you'd buy if you were a, a traditional guy. That's yeah. what I'm envisioning. They're, right. they're yeah, extremely absolutely. high quality head. They're yeah. a very nice head. But like you say, who wants to spend forty dollars on a head? I mean, it's it's a very small market that they're appealing to. And I think yeah. I think they're gaining popularity just because their durability. Yeah, they call Iron Will. Iron Will. Iron Will. Yeah. yeah, they're out of Colorado. And don't get me wrong. And then also, for, don't forget this, Austin. I then went and bought a bunch of sharpening equipment. <laughs> so you yeah. probably got two hundred bucks in lamp, and then these sharpening—I uh, don't know—they're plates of diet, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that's a frustrating science in itself. And I'm like, okay, so hold on—I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm gonna watch some YouTube videos, 
then I'm going to fuck this blade up and then, you know, yeah. <laughs> be upset about it. So yeah. I haven't sharpened them because I'm scared to do it. And yeah, after like a, doing that, like st- head. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Heavy duty. Yeah. They're, I mean, it's like eight. I can't remember what type of steel it is. They're like a single, I think they're like a single bevel head. They're, they're pretty uh, sweet. You can get double or single. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, got both. Yeah. But like you can shoot the damn thing into a cinder block and it won't break. I mean, they're, they're really hard. They're good. Prove it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, no. Dude. I'll let that dude that does dude. the broadhead testing I don't do that. Shoot it into my block because I don't want to dole it. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> try to shoot block. Into a cinder block. It'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> prove it then. Well, which is it? Huh? Which is it? Are you raising us? Yeah. I, I ain't never done it. I can tell you that much. <laughs> There's this dude actually. Cool. I think he's in know. Iowa. His name's uh, Lusk Archery. He does all these broadhead tests on YouTube. And yeah. He, He'll he'll take the broadhead at the end of those tests and shoot them into cinder blocks. We had him on the show. That's it's been a cool. while back. We yeah, had him on the show. Yeah, and uh, he, he of course he's pretty much tested every head out there. And those iron wheels, you you watch him shoot them into cinder blocks like five times and done, and they're still like not bent or some shit. I'm like, okay, so Impressive. it sold me. I'm like, I'm buying them. I'm buying them. And then I got them. I'm like, yeah. holy crap! I just spent 110 dollars on three broadheads. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money, but you know. If that's what you want to do, shoot quality, or you're like a recurve guy and you're one that I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. It's expensive. I'm out on it just because I don't want to spend the money. And the rest of us are too, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. He's the only yeah, they, one. I was the only one that did it. They went different directions, but you're bougie. Yeah, something like <laughs> he's it. very hey, bougie. Oh, oh, that describes oh, him very well. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You guys talk shit, but who's got the new bows? That's because you're also anal. Yeah, I've got a twelve-year-old bow. Spent all your money on broadheads. So <laughs> yeah, he yeah. can't make that bow payment. I'm, I'm shooting a freaking yeah. dinosaur for a bow still, so they got the new ones. But got the nicest broadhead around though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. Uh, what about like uh, releases? You guys pretty much like are you all trigger type releases or what are you shooting nowadays? I shoot um, typically. I shoot the Scott Hex. Um, I just started shooting the what's that new one. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. I've been Scott Silverhorn for I bet fifteen years, maybe even more. Yeah, and I'm shooting a Scott Sigma thumb release. So your thumb release. release. Are those other two wrist release or wrist mount? Yeah, I guess the, the, fuck you the call Silverhorn's them. a wrist strap release. Trigger. Yeah. Mine's technically it's the Longhorn uh, with a hunting strap on it. So it's a back tension, but it okay. it's got a strap. It's got a hunting strap on it. Um, the Verge. The Verge is yep. a new one, so it works the same as the hex, it feels the same. It's technically a back tension with a click, but it's kind of got like a two finger lever, so it okay. works like a back tension. Like, you wouldn't want to punch through it, um, it doesn't really quite work like a caliper, it's kind of a hybrid release. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been shooting it so far, and so far, it's very similar to the, the, hex, the hex, um, which I love. The hex, I just for me, it slows me down through my shot process, uh-huh. um. To where I can't get overexcited and dump a shot and be like, oh, fuck, I didn't even think about that. You know, it's right. It makes me make my shot every time. That's why I like it. Uh, so, Eric, you're the only one to shoot in a thumb release then between the three of you. Is that right? Yep. Uh, do you want uh, Do you want to tell him what happened last year? And, like, ha- has he ever? No? Well, not really. They already kind of know. He doesn't I, want to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm good. So, Andy Andy was shooting a thumb release. I got rid of it. Not anymore. It was a cheat. It was honestly, I don't even remember what kind yeah. of it. Micah had. I gave it to Micah. It was a. Uh, it was one of them blackouts or whatever. No, it was like, a. It was a cheap one from Cabela's. Cause I've never tried a thumb release before, and I like it target shooting. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty. I improved my accuracy and all that. You know, I don't know. 
use it for a while and uh was hunting whitetail with it and i had my target butt come out and uh oh he had like this five six inch kicker off the back he was i mean beautiful deer comes out 30 yards broadside and i'm all geeked up i'm having buck fever panic up in the stand i'm sitting there i'm anchored everything's perfect he's 30 yards broadside and i'm trying to fire i'm like why won't my bow go off like what 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 the hell's happening well, I had the, the thumb release so far. I was holding it so tight in my hand. I had it buried in my hand, and I have pretty big hands. I had it buried so far, I couldn't get to it with my thumb. Like, that release was so far back in that thumb, I couldn't get it to go off. So, I just, like, squeezed so hard, and when I did, I, like, pushed for, I leaned forward in the stand, right. and I squared that deer uh, straight in the shoulder. I mean, it's, oh, I don't even want to think about it right now. We look, we look for that deer for what, two, three days? Uh, two days, yeah. yeah, two days straight. And Damn. I mean, I, I found blood, found the arrow broke off. I had about four inches of arrow in him. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm shooting. My drawing's thirty-one and a half inches. So I mean, I had a lot of arrow behind him. I just, you know, I was sick. Yeah. But with that thumb release, have you ever experienced something like that where you know? You don't realize, I guess, in the heat of the moment that you can bury something like that. Have you ever experienced that sort of thing? and Or how do you I combat that? I have not. I kind of shoot a thumb release different. I can't remember who I was talking to, but I used to shoot it where I'd hit it with my thumb. Mm-hmm. But then someone taught me to shoot it like a back tension. So, like that, your thumb trigger will sit on my thumb and I'll touch my my pointer finger with it, you know, around the, yeah. the little thumb piece. And then I'll squeeze with these fingers like a back tension. So I'm actually uh, squeezing that trigger into my hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would have helped so me. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sitting there and hitting it with my thumb. I'm mm-hmm. pulling through the shot. And then that that drum is rolling into my thumb, which is making the release go off. That would have actually prevented what happened to me probably from actually happening. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I think it was That's T- how you're supposed to shoot a That's a how thumb. you're supposed to. Yeah, I think is it T- really? I think it's actually T-bone that said that to me when we were up mm-hmm. in wisconsin he's like how do you shoot that because i was just sitting there bullshitting with him he's like this is how you're supposed to shoot it you know have that drum right in your thumb and then squeeze through the shot yeah. i mean and it made me 10 yeah. times more accurate I, i'd find myself punching that thing so many yeah. times you know well even with a cal a regular caliper hunting release with the trigger with your index finger yeah. you're supposed to have your finger buried over it yep and that it's supposed to be the same way but different you're supposed to like tennis ball your shoulders together and pull through it and not dump your finger on it that was my problem when i had i grew up starting with one of those i i did the now yeah yeah now when my pen hovered over and i'd punch punch well now that i know how to shoot and pull through the shot because of my back tension when i shot it uh what's the other what one are you shooting the scott release i'm shooting the silver horn What's the other one they had? God damn it. Was it the Echo? Is that one the Echo? Echo, maybe. It's just a regular hunting caliper yep, release. Yep. Yeah. I would shoot and I liked it a lot like that. I actually keep that in my pack as a backup. Yep. Hmm. Once I learned that, um, because I still shoot a I call them trigger release. Uh, you know, yep. and it's it might I shoot a true ball short and sweeter. But before I learned how to do it the right way, I always shot what I would call like a a straight trigger, you know, one that came out perpendicular from the actual, the, the clip. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I'm, I'm smaller. So my fingers are shorter and I always was reaching and barely, you know, I grabbing it. Well, I didn't know any yeah. better when I first started archery hunting. I just, yeah. that's the one I had. And one, I got this short and sweeter, which is a swept back 
um, trigger, I guess you'd call it. And then the archery guy I was going to at the time taught me, you know, we're not pulling our finger. We're just letting our back tension cause our finger to make that go off. I mean, you become a lot better shooter once you're, you know, everything's going forward and backwards, not sideways in different, you know, directions. Yeah. But Andy, you know, is a, a really good archer, and it's just weird how he went from, you know, having a good summer to then all of a sudden, heat of the moment, you don't realize the damn thing is that far buried. Right. Uh, But I guess that might have helped. I was you holding know. that thing like freaking brass knuckles in my hand. Just that. I was, <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Well, that's just what – that's the heat of the moment, man. You just do shit different sometimes than you, you do dumb shit. Yeah, and you're like, exactly. Oh, shit. Especially when the deer, like, pops out out of nowhere, right? Like – We've all been there. Yeah. I don't think the arrow had hit the deer yet, and I went, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Come yeah, back. you know immediately that's a bummer. Yeah, that, that was the worst because, I mean, the phone calls he was making were oh, not positive, you know, no. afterwards – uh yeah which sucks. that sucks man yeah we've all been there though if you bow hunt yeah. long enough just like austin's situation i mean it's like anybody that's bow hunted long enough has been through one of those situations like oh that. yeah so for sure that's yeah. what sucks people talk shit it's like man if it hasn't happened to you yeah you just haven't done it long yeah. enough okay right. just wait buddy yeah, yeah right just, yeah your time's yeah. coming man the silver lining is that deer ended up living yeah i actually yeah. that was last year right. that, that happened to me and no no Two years ago, two two years ago, I don't remember. We right killed here. two last year. It was a while. Trying back. to forget it, and you keep bringing. Yeah, it I know. Up. <laughs> they, keep, they keep making me relive this thing. But the guy that hunts remember the, that one time, man. When hey, yeah. remember that one time you yeah. fucking sucked. <laughs> fucked yeah. yeah, all those times you fucked up. Yeah, uh, I don't. Know. But the, anyway, the neighbor that hunts next to me actually shared a picture with me right after season this last year, and it's definitely him. Like the same brow tine characteristics, the same kicker. But he had, has moved literally a section away. Yeah, and he has. I have. I have six cameras on that one property. I mean, that he has not been on that property. I can almost guarantee it. On on mine, he has moved six hundred and forty acres at, to the west. Yeah, yeah, to the west of me, and only nighttime pictures of him. He went straight nocturnal all year long. Uh, but it's him, so he lived. Yeah, because so, he took a shot in the shoulder. Because he freaking took right. one on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just giving, I'm just giving you a shot. No, exactly. You're but exactly that, right. That though. is definitely the silver lining is that deer is still alive, you know, because, yeah. I mean, for two or three days we looked for that deer, and, you know, he was sick to his stomach over it. and uh, But then, you know, it's kind of nice two months later. Hey, Quit look, yawning. look who we saw. Shit over there. I know. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? Mike is yawning over I here. I worked my ass off today out in the oh, sun. Bullshit. You guys can suck it. You drive a truck. You drive a <laughs> propane truck, Hank Hill. I did that this morning, and then the other half, I was throwing hay bales all day. So what do you what do you, what do you got to say to that? Why huh? were you, what were you doing that for? The landowner that I hunt on, he does alfalfa, so I help out throw hay. He does square bales. They always so. bale hay when the hottest fucking days of the year. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least 92 degrees exactly. before you can bale hay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> which I don't mind it. Yeah. You know, I'm helping the landowner out. He obviously gives me permission to hunt out there, so I have no problem going and help. But it was a hot son of a bitch, so <laughs> I'm a little Every bit tired. I did it. was like, could we have done this last week when it was <laughs> 80? 70? Yeah. <laughs> No. no, too no. much moisture. They, in the head. they want yeah. you to suffer. Yep. That's that's the whole point. They need and that you guy's to always suffer. driving the tractor too. Never <laughs> fails. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yelling at you. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I mean, guys, we certainly appreciate your time. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's honestly, I'm gonna fanboy out a little bit, but it's it's really an honor to talk to all three of you guys. I mean, I've listened to you for years, and 
uh, since you began it. And it's an honor for me to talk to you guys. Obviously, these two also. Absolutely. I listen to podcasts all the time, so I've pretty much heard everything you guys have done. Thanks, um, man. You know, Means a lot. And yeah. uh, it's just an honor to talk to you guys. Really cool to talk about um, <laughs> some of the shit that you may notice or see in, in uh, Africa. I guess you'll find out. Yeah. But... <laughs> Sorry, we didn't have a lot of input on that. <laughs> the trip of the unknown. You never know, right? Yeah. We, we'll know when we know. Dude, that's what makes experiences like that so good, yep. though. Is you, I mean, I feel yeah. like you guys don't have like a lot of expectations. I mean, you have some goals. Uh, you know what you want to get, but I don't know. To me, that makes the trips even that much better. Yeah, I was absolutely. told we should be kind of nervous. <laughs> Fuck but it. Like, I guess ever, there, it's, not, it's not that You ever great. seen that movie uh, Couples Retreat? Uh-uh. Uh, it's oh Vince Vaughn's in it, you know that tall guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a couples thing where they think they're going to this like sandals resort, and they get there and it's couples therapy the entire freaking time instead. <laughs> so <they're>, <laughs> Austin, Eric, you guys might uh, therapy. I'm staying home. <laughs> Austin, gotta talk about the coyotes. <laughs> we want to get away from the we, coyotes. There's dingoes over here. <laughs> yeah, that'll, be, that'll be what happens. I'll shoot like a world record kudu, and the fucking dingoes are. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we'll post a picture of it, trying to explain, and then the internet's head will roll. This guy again. <laughs> this guy. Oh, that, that, what a that, that's what Joe Rogan will say. Not this guy again. <laughs> like, yeah, shit. I backed him once, but uh, okay, I gotta go back. He's, so, he's on his own now. Were you on his show, Austin? No. Oh, I that's was like, damn, not. I gotta go back and listen to that one then. I'd feel like a baller if I was on Joe's mm-hmm. show. Obviously, that'd be pretty damn cool. Yeah, obviously, yeah. that'd be. You know, you've made it when Joe Rogan gives you that call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're closer than all of us. He does follow us. We gotta get some credit there. There you go. There you go. That's like awesome. He, he follows working class. He follows Clint, and he follows me. That's pretty cool. He's the most yeah. famous dude on the planet right now. It's pretty exactly. wild. That's, Very cool. That's, 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 that's pretty cool. That's my claim to fame. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, I know Joe Rogan. Me and my buddy <laughs> Joe. <laughs> oh, what a good guy, you know. Dude, hey, he followed us. I about shit my pants. <laughs> I would, I would do the same. Don't I would worry. definitely do the same. You, you called everyone, didn't you? He's like, did you see who just followed us? <laughs> my wife got sick of hearing it. I'm like, hey, you know who followed me today? Shut up! <laughs> I'm the Lord, honey. I'm the Lord, honey. <laughs> hey, honey the Lord, the Lord That's funny. Uh, well, guys, appreciate your time. Um, Sounds like the shoot was a uh, success. Um, yep. At least the bear trip was fun for you guys. It sounds like somebody at least got some some luck on the what you said the second half of the trip. Yeah, first and second. Yeah, okay, right, there actually. you go. Uh, I got a shoulder injury and uh, I got to take a nap. That was awesome. <laughs> success. Hey, midday naps. By the way, I agree with you. They're great. They're the midday best. mountain naps, especially in the terrific. mountain, they're way they're better. Terrific. Yes. Yep. They're terrific. Especially when it's raining, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Doesn't happen often. So, uh, I mean, probably everybody that's going to listen to us knows who you are, but uh, if you guys want to give a shout-out to, you know, pimp all your stuff, where you where people can find you and everything, why don't you do that real quick? Yeah, workingclassbowhunter.com, wherever you listen to podcasts, and DeerCast. So, that's where you Perfect. can find us. Awesome, man. I like cranked say, out three episodes sure a week, it, yeah. so. Yep, yeah. yep. Had a really? new one today, which was the yeah. 15th of June. So, yes. all right, well. So, Kurt, and Eric, say what? And a new one tomorrow. Three episode three twenty. No, five twenty. Good, because I got a two and a half hour drive in front of me tomorrow for work. So, boys, we got yeah. some work to do. They're sitting around five twenty. We're around maybe one twenty. I think we got yeah, we got some catching up to do. Yeah, no, we're not, there's not catching up. We're not going to catch him. 
We got some. We got some. Uh, yeah. Time to play. You can crank out 500 podcasts of nothing but bullshit. Okay. <laughs> you can do that. That's just how we know. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep just like the little engine that could. Is a little one a week. That's that's yeah, all I'm staying. I'm at good right with now. that. Hey, you're way ahead of a lot of other podcasts. That's man. right. Really so congrats that. to you guys. You guys are killing it. Thanks, man. Well, uh, Kurt, Eric, Austin with Working Class Bow Hunter. We appreciate you guys' this time. Appreciate Thank you guys you, so much. Yep. Thanks for having us on, guys. Had a blast. All See right. You. See you, fellas. Later. Well, Nate, did you make it through that episode all right, buddy? Yeah, I did. I had to pee after. So. <laughs> Dude, I had to pee during. Like, like that's the yeah, first you got thing. up. Well, I've been chugging water like it's my job. Oh, is that what that is sitting in front of you, water? Those are beers. <laughs> but before I got here, I was chugging water like crazy because, I water mean, and beer. I was sweating my ass off today. Like, I don't know how much I sweated, but it was ungodly. It was hot, humid. I was mainly asking Nate because Nate – I think out of all of us is the biggest podcast listener has been listening to these guys. Well, I drive all the time for work. Yeah, like, I, I drive it. a lot for yeah. work. Like tomorrow, yeah. I'm driving two and a half, three hours one way. Right. So you can get in a lot so of podcasts. Be in the car for six hours tomorrow. Yeah. 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 So you can get in a lot of podcasts. But yeah, working class. I mean, we've said it before, and we say it in the show. I'm pretty sure, but they're they're the pioneers of this thing as far as you know, hunting podcast goes. So we really appreciate those yeah, guys coming the, on. One of the I'm, I wouldn't say like they are the first. They're one of the one of the firsts and most consistent and i mean they've yeah. th- and they've been around for now seven eight years yep. yeah you know it, i've been listening to the those guys for a long time so i was a i'll, I'll admit it i was very excited to talk to them you know <laughs> and uh super nice guys yep. you know they uh they live up to the billing you know they yeah. they uh super nice guys and you know, I like the way they they do things. I like the way they do their show. They're down to earth. They don't uh, apologize for being who they are. Yep. Um, I think that's how we are for the most part. Dude, and, they, they remind know. me of sitting around a campfire, sitting yeah. around, you know, sitting out on somebody's patio or something, and just talking about out outdoors, talking yeah. about hunting, drinking beer, having a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's my that's idea of the type of people I want to listen to. So, hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, someday, hopefully, we'll we'll have them back on. Uh, maybe we get to talk to them about their Africa trip. You never know. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, check them out if you haven't already. Yeah. See, ya. it would be. See, <laughs> we would be. Bye. We would be remiss not to do a dad joke. Oh my gosh! This is an important show. I don't have one. You don't have a dad joke. Nope. That's, I thought we discussed. I, come prepared. I thought we discussed that you weren't going to bring it up anymore. Yeah. I don't recall ever discussing you that with you. You ruined almost everyone, so. Yeah. You ruin it, so he quit doing it. I, I don't ruin anything. Yeah, you I'm do. Just, I'm excited about his dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined it. You're going to make me get a second job. Uh, yeah. I applied as a waiter. Did you? They said a lot to bring you to the table. <laughs> he said that one last week. <laughs> Was that last week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. See, you put me on the spot. That's all I could remember. <laughs> you just want to redo this, or no? No, no we're gonna we're gonna go with it. Sorry for the shitty joke. <laughs> Andy's gonna go with the same exact dad joke two weeks in a row. I did not come prepared today. Hey, that might be a first in podcast world. You said the same thing two weeks in a row. No, there you go. Hey, thanks, working class bow hunter, Kurt, Eric, Austin. Really appreciate your time. Found out Eric had to drive like a freaking hour to do this with us tonight. That's crazy. Really appreciate him doing that. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's some dedication to the podcast game. That's for sure. Yep, absolutely. So, so you got anything else? 
Hey, we, we got to give a, a congrats to our buddy, by the way, speaking of Bears. We missed him oh, on we missed last, it week, last yeah. week. Yeah, we were wanting to give a shout-out to our buddy Ethan McCabe. He went out to – what state was it? Was it Utah? I have no idea where he I went. can't remember. Idaho, I thought. Maybe it was Idaho. I can't remember what state, but he got him a bear, dude, and it's a hell of a bear. Yeah, dude, awesome trip, it sounds pictures. like. Hopefully we get him to come on, but uh, check out uh, the Bearded Trapper on Instagram and I think Facebook. Yep. Yeah, he's got some beautiful That's pictures that he took of his deer. He did some teaser pictures, I noticed. Yep, yep. No, uh, he, he did some nice teasers, but it, it was good. It was good. Good stuff. Yeah, definitely so, good, but hopefully congrats we, to Ethan on that, too. Hopefully we get him on so he can tell the story. So, congrats to him, man. We definitely We appreciate will. it, bud. Hey, which – oh, shit. Speaking of bears, which bear is the most condescending? He's trying to. He's he? going to do it. He's going to ask this whole thing You up. didn't do it, so I'm going to give you a dad joke. Okay. Hey, I don't it, know. It's a bear joke. We just talked about bears. Okay. I don't know what bear is. A panda. A panda. Okay. Get it? No. Yeah. Okay. What superhero hits the most home runs? Huh. Which one? Batman. Batman. That's just as freaking bad as this one. Well, if we're telling <laughs> shitty jokes, I'm they're on all, it. They're all bad. I don't know. Some of them have been pretty good before. Yeah, there's been a few of the ones that you don't ruin. You don't mess up. I, the... I have a I have a sneaking suspicion we are going to get some messages this week from these dad jokes. It's possible. These were pretty pissed off. How bad they are. Yeah. yeah. I know we're disappointing some people. <laughs> for sure. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Boys, have a good night. See you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.